So, man, let me take it for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop offs. You think you're the only one out here working, B? Gotta make drop offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. All right. Welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate you for coming on the show. Would you introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners? Yeah. So, hey, everybody. My name is Angela Joseph. I'm a Chicago native uh, from the south side of Chicago, and I am the owner of an up-and-coming vegan restaurant titled Veggie Brunch, LLC. Um, so, yeah, I'm just your regular old Chicago girl out here, you know, okay. trying to get more people to eat their veggies. Okay. Okay. You say regular old Chicago girl, but it's a lot of Chicago people when you say vegan. They be like, a vegan what? A what? <laughs> so what made you start your vegan journey and how long have you been on this journey? Okay. So, um, so I'll answer the first question, the second question first. Okay. So I've been on this journey. Oh, I'm creeping up on five years. Okay. So my first year, I, I was meatless, but I still did the vegetarian thing. So I still ate dairy and mm-hmm. I still ate dairy and cheese. That was hard to let go. Um, but I did that for a year and realized like dairy was like serving me no purpose. It didn't mean anything to me. Um, and I felt just as bad eating dairy. Like my stomach, I still had the same stomach problems and everything. So, um, after I placed myself in a better environment, uh, I just decided to cut out all dairy and go vegan. What do you mean you place yourself in a better environment? So when I was vegetarian, I used to work at an ice cream shop. Have you ever heard of Overwise? Yes. And, and, okay. and isn't isn't like a like a rich isn't he a politician or something too? Like isn't yes, that an so actual okay, cool. His father was a politician. Okay. His father was a politician. The Overwise family, they all into politics, but they also own an ice cream shop too. Um so yeah. His father was a politician, but I worked there. I was a store manager there. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the perks of working there, you know, you eat for free. So That's how I feel like it should be at all. Because huh? you food, I feel like it should be like that. I mean, it's, it's, it, it was just one of the perks. Mm-hmm. And then with me so, being a store manager, the type of hours I was working, I really wasn't able to cook that much. So it was so like more than ice cream? Um, they had ice cream, they had milk, uh, juice. They had what some other stuff. Cooking? Well, cooking? I wasn't in there cooking, cooking. I was just in there like making milkshakes. Like, oh, okay, okay. Those milkshakes were thick. You could eat them as like a whole meal. Right, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if I didn't pack lunch, I'd just be like, whatever, I'll eat a milkshake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. Um, so it was kind of hard for me to like mm-hmm. wing off of dairy mm-hmm. when I was eating free dairy every day. Right. So after I left that job, I went and worked at a grocery store and it was just easier because, you know, things weren't ready to cook, you know what I'm saying, type of thing. But anywho. You know, um, usually it is, sometimes it starts with the dairy for a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, when they see like how it's processed and stuff and where it comes from. So that's kind of interesting to see how you was, it was your, you know what I'm saying, your favorite. So, I'm sorry. No, you good, you good. No, it was Especially there, because they, um, you know, not to advertise for them or nothing, because it's, you know, they had some real good ice cream. So, you know what I'm saying? It was like, man, I don't know what they feeding these cows, but it's coming out right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was perfect, G. Um, 
but yeah, after I left that, I was in an environment that just didn't have it so easily accessible at all times. So, so to answer your first question, what made me go vegan? Mm-hmm. It was actually, um, <laughs> it wasn't the cows. <laughs> it wasn't the, <laughs> it wasn't the cows. Um, it was my ex. Mm-hmm. This is my ex. This, uh, this is an interesting story. So, okay. back in like, went on a sabbatical. No, <laughs> <laughs> back in like, I don't know, maybe like 20, what am I, 30 now, whatever, 2016-ish, mm-hmm. about 2015, 2016-ish, um, I had always had a lot of like, it was, I, I had always had a lot of adverse reactions when I would eat. You know what I'm saying? And it got right. to the point where like almost everything I ate made me sick. So it got to the point where I was literally eating like one meal a day. You know what I'm saying? And then that one meal a day was like the same thing, like baked chicken and rice. You know what I'm saying? When I was when I was feeling froggy, I might go to Chipotle or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell no. I could have told you that one don't work. I'm not no specialist or nothing, but you know, no. Right, right. I feel you. For me, Chipotle was like my safe space. Mm -hmm. Um, But every time like me and dude we would go out to eat or like we would like try to recreate a recipe because we was both in the like food a lot. He was a foodie. I was a foodie. <laughs> so whenever we would go out to eat, like the minute we got back home, I was always complaining. I was always complaining. I had the worst gas. It was just bad. Oh, it Lord. was just bad. <laughs> it was bad. And um, he got tired of me complaining. And he was like, yo, have you ever thought about being vegan? And I was so like, was he a vegan at this time? He wasn't. Mm-hmm. So he had tried being vegan for like one month, like years ago. And he had all these success stories. Like he was like, oh, yeah, I had all this energy and I felt better. And he was like in the working out and stuff. And he was like, he got all swole or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I didn't even know what a vegan was. I thought he was exactly. asking, had I ever thought about being vegetarian? I thought he was just kind of using the words interchangeably. Right. And. I was like, oh, yeah, I thought about being vegetarian. He was like, nah, a vegan. Like, well, you don't eat nothing that comes from animals. I was like, nothing? And then he explained it to me. Um, and then that's when he um, I, he mentioned something. And I started doing my own research. And I'm like, well, this sounds interesting because if you was able to live for a month, at this point, I didn't even know people could live without eating, you know what I'm saying, some type of animal byproduct. Yeah, I'm sorry. How old, how old were you at this point? I was said five 20, years ago, so 25. I was 25. I was 25. So 25 years of my life, I had never known people to live without eating any animal products at all, like not even cheese. I knew vegetarians was all right, mm-hmm. but I also knew that they ate eggs, cheese, and milk. Right. So, you know, I thought that was they saving grace. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I was completely ignorant to it. So he told me about it, and I did my own research. I started, like, watching documentaries. I started like reading articles. Um, I found out about Dr. Sabi and a lot of his teachings and his practice. And I was like, Oh, so not only is it possible, you could also like heal yourself. Like you could reverse illnesses from it. And I was watching testimonials from people who had like similar stories to me who had like indigestion, heartburn, like food would not digest, like food would not digest on my stomach at all. Like, I would eat and the food would just sit on my stomach and rot until I literally just like, just like threw it back up type of thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like my body was not having it. My body was telling me like, yeah, Ange, we threw. 
but I didn't know. So when I found out about veganism, um, I said, all right. I told myself, I challenged myself to go one week. I didn't mention this to nobody. I ain't make no Facebook posts. I ain't going to text my friends or nothing. I sat on the couch and I was like, Ange, try it for seven days. Just try to go without chicken. And I chose chicken for seven days because chicken was my crutch. Chicken was the one food that I ran to when I knew or when I was scared of anything else. Mm-hmm. So I said, if I can go one week without my crutch, I know I could go without anything else. So I did it. And I was nervous. I was nervous. But I made it. And I did eat. I want to say I ate like one piece of fish in that week. But I ate like a bunch of beans and a bunch of rice. Like beans and rice was like my go-to. Beans and rice. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this, okay? So now, now I, I was introduced to veganism a long time ago. Uh, my father passed away when I was 16. My mother had... Well, she had never said it to me, but she had like a health scare. She just went straight, you know what I'm saying? Make sure she was straight health wise. <clears throat> she went vegetarian first and um, she had a, a situation where she ate a Twizzler and like broke out of halves and then she went just straight vegan after that. So she's been vegan for like the last 10 years of my life. So with that being said, there are, you know what I'm saying? There are you know, French fry and beer vegans too. So are you... Are you a French fry and beer vegan or are you, you know what I'm saying, still consciously putting in to what you put into your body? But is it just as long as it doesn't come from an animal? What are you still conscious of what exactly? I'm very conscious. Um I'm I'm very much so not I know what you mean by like French fry and beer vegan. Yeah, like a vegan be like, I can eat, I can drink beer and eat French fries because it's it don't come from, you know what I'm saying? So, right. But it's still um, not good for you, you know. Oh, now if I'm like out and about and there's nothing else to eat and I'm just like starving, yeah, I'll right. take a small fry. Right. I'm not saying I'm not eat French fries, you know. What I'm right, right, but it's not it's not the basis of my diet. Like right. I don't, I'm not into vegan burgers, um, right. or vegan gyros, or you know what I'm saying, like the vegan BS, like Oreos, like oh it's vegan, like okay, that's not right. my thing at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not my thing. I'm very much so. um Learning more and like trying to and trying to project the image of like what you eat should be colorful. It should have life. It should still have some crunch, some texture to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like finding the loophole because you know jumping through a loophole and just saying like oh it's vegan. Jumping through loopholes is what get people in a position of having to even be vegan in the first place because mm-hmm. you always trying to cheat. You know what I'm saying? Take take the shortcut and it's like no, nah, it ain't no shortcut to this. Like just do the right thing. Okay, okay. Like, like Lee said, you know. And, and and how do you go from just personally challenging yourself, you know what I'm saying, to 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 eating, to being to veganism, to wanting to evolve that into a restaurant? How did that come to be? So I'd always wanted a restaurant. I went to culinary school. I'd always been a foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, being in the food service thing industry was always like fresh out of high school. I went straight to culinary school. So. Being in a food service was always my thing. Um, it, I'm sorry. Is vegan something that they, is vegan? I'm sorry. Is vegan preparation and cooking something that they teach in, in, in culinary school? Or is that something extra that you had to, you know what I'm saying, learn on your own? Not at all. So at least not then. I don't know what they do now. So when right. I was in culinary they school. They probably do now. It's, it's right. They probably do now because right. it's so common right. and popular. Right. Right. When I was in everybody. culinary school, we probably did like one week. We went over like one chapter in our book that was vegetarian. Mm-hmm. 
And when I tell you we cook like one recipe out of that one chapter of vegetarian, that was it. Everything else was meat. Because the prep is different also because I just know like it was a it's a case where somebody had got sick and, and passed away because they prepped the food with like the same oil from that they cooked with meat or something. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and she had a, a bad reaction to it. So that's definitely, I would thought that they would have gave you more um, education on that, but how did you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. How did you learn? So how did you learn how to, to turn veganism into, uh, to this restaurant idea? YouTube. Oh, same uh, here. Same uh, here. Uh, everything you see here. A bunch here. of YouTube videos. For real. Um, it was a bunch of YouTube videos, but there was some still basics that I took from culinary school and right. just, I just kind of had to remix it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like learning how to make your basic sauce. You know, mm-hmm. most sauces I made were like a heavy cream. So it's like, all right, well, how can I finesse this and do like with almond milk or, you know what I'm saying? You know, it was just, just minor tweaks. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, it was okay. just a bunch, a bunch of trial and error. There, there was no, um, magic <clears throat> book or anything. Okay, okay. So, and then with the restaurant, is it a, a specific type of, is it breakfast, lunch, dinner? Is it a specific type of uh, cuisines that you would provide? How how do you go about uh, picking the, the type of cuisines that you want to provide to the public? Do you have t- taste testers or is it just everything goes through you or how does that work? Yeah, so pretty much everything goes through me <laughs> and um, if I like it, I sell it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's yours. That's 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 just how I roll, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, any any other way you. But as far as going to like restaurant, I mean, you gotta have some type of team behind you. You would think, but no. So because I don't yeah, have, I, a physical, I feel you on that too. You would think because I don't have a physical brick and mortar yet mm-hmm. at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still home based. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just me, and mm-hmm. then too, like I'm really the only person. In my family, that's about this life. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody else. Ain't nobody wow. else about this vegan life okay. but me. So I'm really. It is what it is. And then when you try to give a, a meat eater, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, if you try to tell somebody, hey, can you taste this? And they got kale in it, and they don't like kale, they automatically not gonna like see, it. So see. of course, I'm not gonna have them be on my taste test because they don't even like kale to begin with. This is the thing. I'm gonna tell you how you do it. You okay, put me on. Tell them. You don't tell them about. I don't even know what no kale is. That sounds like Superman real name. I don't know what Kale is. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to get it to me and just get like, I'm telling you, cause I know another vegan chef and I gave this, this idea as well. Y'all just, cause the, the, the meals that you guys put together, they, 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 they're actually good. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even tell me what it is. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> I'm gonna let you know if it's good. Yeah, you're mate. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times people will judge things just because, you know, black people don't just subconsciously, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't even know what kale is. I don't even know what it tastes like. But if somebody was asking me, I want some kale on my burger. Hell no. He been up with no kale on my burger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I definitely think that's something. Has that everything, has that any, <clears throat> Has that ever been something you've done, like gave somebody in your family a vegan entree that they didn't know was vegan? I have. And I have. Their reaction. Um, they, you know what? Because they know I'm vegan, they knew the dish was oh. vegan. All right. So right. they already, they antennas was already up. Right. Like, oh, this something this something Angela made. Oh, right. This this something Angela made. Oh, right. okay, we already know what it is. True. You know, so their antennas was up, and I feel like people. 
force themselves to alter their taste buds. Like they force themselves, like proceed with caution, opposed to just being like, man, I'm excited to try this. You know what I'm saying? When they see the vegan family member come in and they got something, they automatically like, oh, here she go. Here she come with this again. So, um, as far as having them taste my food, I don't, I don't even want to be bothered. If I like it, I sell it. If my customers buy it, that means they like it. If it keeps selling, that means it's a good thing. And if it's not, then it's like, all right, take that off the menu, back to the drawing board. We're going to scratch that and swap it out with something else. Okay. That's now, me. I let I let the people who put money in my pocket make my decision. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's definitely the bottom line. So with that being said, what made you take the step from culinary school to veganism to being like actually all right i'm gonna put a name brand behind this and i'm gonna sell it and provide a service what was it's, the do you remember the actual instance was like somebody made something probably like you better sell it so what was, what was that like there wasn't a magical day there mm-hmm. wasn't like a, a magical day that it happened i always wanted it Okay. The, I guess the magical day was the day that but you I know, decided. You know, a lot of people be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? It, and I know a lot of it takes a lot. You know, I don't even, to me, to me, it don't take a lot. But I just see a lot of people around like, I'm one day I'm going to do this. But they take no uh-huh. steps into actually making that come into fruition. So mm-hmm. if you could just remember what actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm just going to stop. You know, I'm going to actually put it in. I'm actually going to sell this. You know what I'm saying? Or is it just like you said, you just always knew that you was going to do it. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, there was a day. I went to, um, this was maybe like two years ago. I went to a pop-up shop. Mm-hmm. Or was it? Oh, no. It was like a business brunch or something like that. It was a business brunch by a lady who always hosts pop-up shops. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody on my Facebook post it. I didn't know none of them from a can of paint. And it was like, come learn from like entrepreneurs and, and, you know, learn from this person in the game, learn about marketing, learn about credit, this, that, and the third. And it was $30. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I don't even care. I don't know these people. I'm just going to take these $30. I didn't tell nobody I was going. I just pulled up. Like, I didn't know what the dress code was. I had on some jeans and a t-shirt. I'm like, I'm going to pull up. And it was one lady there. Her name was Bev. Bev the boss. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her last name. Bev the boss. And she was just talking. She was like, she said something. And no, she was talking about how to start your LLC. And she was like, it's easy. All you got to do is go down to City Hall, fill out this paper, have a money order for like a hundred and something dollars. We walk the BAM. You're going to get your EIN. Yeah. You're going to do this, do that. I and I was like, damn. All I got to do is go to City Hall. So then like. And it's just a hundred and something? It was like a hundred and something dollars. I think yeah. to start my LLC. To get my EIN, all that, I think all together after like all the city fees and whatnot, I probably was out the pocket maybe like two hundred dollars, two ten max. You know what I'm saying? If we count like train fare, or you right. know what I'm saying, bus fare, whatever. Right. Um. So yeah, a week after I went to that business brunch, a week after I sat in a room with bosses who was making moves and was like, "Yo, stop being scared. Go down to city hall, get your paperwork, and legitimize yourself." I was like, "That's it." And that's when I thought, because I always knew what I wanted to call it. I always knew I wanted to call it Veggie Brunch. I always knew I wanted to have a food service business. But I just always knew. I just never took that step. And when I went to that business brunch and sat with some six-figure ladies that was doing business, I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this one's supposed to be. And I went down to City Hall and started it. Okay. 
Okay, okay. Before we get you up out of here, let's talk about Veggie Brunch. What exactly is it and what services do, do does Veggie Brunch provide? So Veggie Brunch is a plant-based eatery and we offer vegan brunch. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the loopholes or what, that's one of the areas of opportunity as far as veganism goes, especially in the black community. What is um, that? What's brunch? Because that's what we go again. Like, I know <laughs> what it's supposed to be, but I don't know exactly the exact times, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> brunch, brunch is a combination of breakfast and an early lunch. Okay. So it's anywhere between like the hours I operate on the weekends is 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. You know what I'm saying? That's like for people who may want to have a late lunch or, you know, like an early so brunch. Brunch can whatever. be after lunch. See, I thought. Brunch see. can be after lunch. You okay, know what I'm saying? See, I didn't know that. See? Brunch is just breakfast and lunch combined together. Uh, brunch, breakfast and lunch. That's it. So that's what the concept when you hear like chicken and waffles, you got something that you eat for breakfast and something that you eat for lunch or shrimp and grits. You know what I'm saying? Something you eat for breakfast and something you eat for lunch. So, um, I always feel like breakfast in the black community with vegan food is never available. Like these folks act like we don't get hungry till 11 o'clock in the day. And you'd be like, no, buddy, I'm up at 830. I got things to do and I want to eat when I first wake up, but it's not a lot of breakfast restaurants. Um, and I ain't gonna stunt, you know, no shade, but everybody don't cook breakfast the way I like breakfast. So that's why I said, if I like it, I sell it. I sell what I like. I'm a, I'm a talented chef. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I ain't just putting out no any old thing. Like I can cook. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's what brunch, brunch is breakfast and lunch. Okay. And then with that being said, could you tell us like what your, what your, tell me what your favorite item is that you, that you provide and what's your best selling item? And were these, will all these items make it onto the restaurant menu? And will the restaurant only be brunch as well? Or was it be an all day menu? Cool. Well, I had two. My favorites, I sell waffles. Um, two of my favorite waffles is my blueberry cream cheese waffles and then mm-hmm. my classic vanilla waffles. Mm-hmm. Um, I love and waffles. my other favorite dish is my, I love waffles. I say waffles over pancakes. My yeah. other favorite is, my shrimpy grits. So I have a vegan shrimp, um, and it's made out of potatoes. It's no funny business. Wait a minute. You said it's made out of shrimp. Okay. They're vegan shrimp. Vegan I call shrimp? them shrimpy. I call them shrimpy grits because they're not actual shrimp. I okay. call them shrimpy grits. Oh, God damn. <laughs> you ever been a soul food I vegetarian? Them, I have. They got everything up in there. I'm like, how you know you can make all this shit? You, you can. You can. You can do some real, uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check that out. With some, with some wheat and potatoes in a I'm vegan about house. Tell, I'm, I'm about you. talking about some shrimp and shit. Some vegan shrimp and grits. Okay. They I'm are, sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, you good. So those are my two favorites, personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my best seller is my brunch bowl. So in my brunch bowl, it's potatoes, kale, tomatoes, red onions, and I got a cashew cheese cream sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of puts you in the mindset. I don't call it cheese, but it puts you in the mindset of like a nacho cheese type of vibe. That's one of my best sellers. Um, will these items make it onto the restaurant menu? Yes. Will the restaurant only be brunch? Yes. Because okay. everybody and their mama selling dinner plates, um, but not that many people is open for breakfast. Right. Early but it's not even but you you also provide a, like a specialty you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. even though everybody got dinners everybody don't got vegan dinners you know what 
Very true. Very so you true. You always have that avenue, you know what I'm saying, at your disposal. I'm pretty sure you're aware of that. So, uh, I am. Yeah. But, but brunch is my thing. Get right, in, yeah, get up early. I'd rather get that money before right. everybody else wake up. You can kick it the rest of the day. You know Boom, I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I definitely feel you on that. So before I get you off out of here, just tell me um, what made, what, other than the food, you know what I'm saying, just looking over your, your site and your page and stuff, what made you, what makes you want to provide just wellness to the public just in general, you know what I'm saying, instead of, you know what I'm saying, just getting all this knowledge for yourself and, and making sure that your family and yourself is, is good, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, when you learn something that's beneficial and it could change somebody's life and it can help save somebody's life, um, the goal is to, to pass it on. You feel me? If you don't, if you on this earth and you not aiming to teach, heal or inspire, you wasting your time. So with the knowledge and the information that I've gained, both from culinary school, just learning how to cook, learning about veganism, learning about different plants and how to make them taste different ways, making it easy for other people. My goal is to make being vegan easy. Um, and with that, in that goal, that that can help heal somebody. You feel me? Mm-hmm. By somebody who's used to waking up eating sausage and eggs for breakfast, knowing damn well they don't need <laughs> no more sausage and eggs. That's it's like, I right, come holler You know what I'm saying? Come holler at me. I can I can start your day. We got some fresh juice. I can start you off with some, you know what I'm saying? We can do some kale. You know what I'm saying? Get you some potatoes. Get you a nice little cashew sauce. It don't have to be deep fried. Um my goal is to help people heal. My goal is to make being vegan easy. So um, that's that's what I do it for. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for me. It's not just to make money. The money going to come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Really, I do it. I do it for everybody else to make it easy and accessible because people overthink this thing, man. Then it's like, I don't I don't want I don't want either the people that I'm close to and even the next generation of people to even think about being vegan or how easy it could have been when they diagnosed with something. You feel me? When they life flashed me for the eyes or when they in line at Walgreens filling prescriptions, thinking like, damn, Angela been saying this. Angela been doing that. It's like, yeah, and you should have been doing this. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. So that's my thing is to make this thing easy. Okay, one last thing before I get you up out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things we kind of touched on at the top of the show, you said uh, one of the things that made you look into veganism was um, the health ailments that you were dealing with. Did veganism instantly fix everything that you was dealing with, or did some of those things you have to find through every avenue, or did you just discover that did your whole reason why you was feeling the way you feeling was just, just your diet? Instantly. All that shit went away. Instantly. Everything. My bloating, my my gas. I used to have um, TMI, but this for the ladies. I used to have real bad cramps. I used to have real heavy cycles. Gone. I used to have real bad acne. I noticed like even the changes in my breath. Not saying that my breath would stink because I always mm. had good hygiene. Right. I definitely understand. I definitely but you know, understand. like even when you wake up in the morning, how some people morning breath be like kicking. Mm-hmm. Like even first thing in the morning, my breath don't be kicking no more. You feel me? I don't. I don't sweat as much mm-hmm. because I realized like um I was sweating because I had all this meat inside of me. And when you standing in the sun, you know what I'm saying? Just like when you put meat on the grill, when you put meat, some heat on some meat, it's going to sizzle. I was mm-hmm. sizzling. I was cooking from the inside out. You feel me? I don't sweat as much. You feel me? Everything that I was going through is gone. Okay. Everything. 
40 pounds. I lost weight. I lost weight without even trying. That wasn't even a goal of mine, but I'm down like 40 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Without even like doing nothing the extra. So yeah. Okay. It was a okay. game changer. All right. Now, I, 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 I thought I got one more for you. Now, before I get What's you, I heard, I heard it was beef in the streets between vegans and vegetarians and <laughs> what you call flesh eaters. Is this, is this all nonsense? Is this, is this all rap cap or does it be like, is it, is it, and I heard still that it's still different clicks within the vegan, <laughs> the, the vegan. It is. This, is this it rap is. cap or is it this is. true? What is going on? Can um, we get some clarification on what yes. type of vegan? If I'm if I'm just if I'm listening to this podcast, I don't know nothing about vegan. I don't know nothing about veganism. What type of vegan should I be looking into? What what type of click? What click should I roll with in these streets? You know what? Just just to keep it above, just to keep the facts. The facts. If you okay. if you don't do nothing else, um, the best life to live is an alkaline life. You feel me? I salute all the alkaline vegans out there. Alkaline vegans, they eat um foods that are truly their natural selves so they don't eat anything GMO they don't eat anything with starch now all this what? uh huh 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 exactly what oh alright so like for instance um potatoes rice um oats they don't eat things that have starch because starches are binders and when things bind in your stomach they don't break down it's easily so it's uh it can cause mucus to form and the mucus is what feeds diseases because it gives the diseases and bacteria a warm moist place to live and grow but when you alkaline mucus mm-hmm. doesn't live you feel me it breaks down the acidity right so the bacteria has nowhere to live the disease has nowhere to live it has nowhere to thrive your body is electric it's shocking anything foreign right up out of your body. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, that's what being an alkaline vegan is. You feel me? Okay, okay. Well, so that's what that's what I learned from Dr. Savior. So just to keep the fast the fact, if you if you really vegan, if you suffering from any kind of ailment and you really want to reverse it like with no questions asked, mm-hmm. go the alkaline route. Look up a lot of, um, a lot of the teachers from Dr. Sabi. And there were other alkaline teachers. There were some from other countries. There were a couple, um, in like France and Europe. They've all been killed. Like the government whacked them all. You know what I'm saying? Cause they so, was out here putting people you on the You said Sabi was killed too? Oh yeah. Yeah. But why, why they just kill him after he's been putting game? He put out game for years. Yeah. Cause he, he why was all of a sudden. Not not only was he putting people on game, he was getting money. He didn't build court. He, he didn't beat court cases on everything. Why they do it all of a sudden? Yes. You think? In your yes. yes, they said, all right, they they let it go on long enough. They noticed a lot of us started catching on to it. Social a lot of us, stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because the vegan wave, damn near, seemed like it happened overnight. You know what I'm saying? When you just look back at the grand scheme of things, like if you think back three, four years ago. It wasn't as what it was. It wasn't as much right. hype as it is right. now. Now you got your Impossible Burgers and all that. Right, you got everything. But see, Sabi, because they started going mainstream with that shit, Sabi would have shut that down. He would have came out with his facts and research. And that I shit feel ain't like, real? come on, G, no, no, that's, that's why I don't hardly eat it. It already ain't real. So now you got some Listen. some fake real. So here's hold on, wait a minute. It's here's the thing. God here's damn. the thing. Let me let me let you know. Okay, here's the thing. Squirrels from now on. God damn. At least I know they're natural. So, we about to walk into a whole new realm of, um, clone meat. 
So let me take the Impossible Burger for example, right? And I'm just gonna Man, put it in the I'm not. First, I'm not eating no Impossible Burger. I just thought it was good for the Impossible eaters, but I just figured it was tofu. It's no. not. No. <laughs> no. So um, they they gonna start doing this with a lot of like faux meats. So what they do is, in order for them to keep it plant based, because if you look at Impossible. Mm-hmm. Even if you even if you send them an email and ask them like, "Hey, is your food vegan?" They will not tell you that it's vegan because they can't call it vegan. Because what they do is, instead of them killing the cow and using the cow for the meat, they extract a hormone from the cow and then they artificially inseminate it so that they can like regenerate it, right? Clone meat, they can clone it. And they put it and they mix it with other plant ingredients like wheat and soy and things like that. So they can call it plant-based and they can say, oh, you know, no no animals were harmed because they only use an extractive hormone. They didn't physically kill it. That sounds like a a vegan hot dog patty. It's, It's terrible. So I'm not saying like these new trendy vegan meats aren't all bad mm-hmm. but you gotta pay attention to the ingredients exactly whether it's plant-based or not if you can't pronounce more than 99 percent of those ingredients if you have to google it and watch a youtube video about it to find out what it is you should not be eating it i don't exactly. i don't care even if you google it and watch a youtube video you still ain't gonna know what it is right right so you just gonna they, know what it they, do they, where it come from still right. know what it there's is. still answers that won't have questions. Right. But then if you buy a product and you know, there, there are some plant based meat alternatives that's made out of like potatoes, corn, bell peppers, onions. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I rock with. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, right. all right, cool. I know what this is. I think I, I, I can get what jiggy with the potatoes. I love potatoes. Right. And I know by looking at it that it's not going to taste like meat. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But at least it's going to like give me some substance. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't, I as a, as a vegan at this stage in the game, I don't look for things that taste like meat. I'm over it. I'm, I've been over that meat replica phase. If I'm looking for anything that's in the meat-like category, I'm just looking for substance. Like you even with my shrimp, you, you don't even play like that. You know, I, I try my best. Like even with my shrimpy grits, mm-hmm. I could do without the shrimp. I sell it because my customers like it. Right, the mother, and that's just yeah. You gotta sell that. I gotta try yeah. that. I have to try. I would finesse it with some mushrooms. You feel me? Not regular mushrooms. There are a lot of different types of mushrooms. But I was finesse it with like some oyster mushrooms and just season it up. That's just me. That's how I get down. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I feel like when people go and they see those meat like things, especially if they trying to get away from me, if you're trying to get away from me, don't run towards something that's meant to mimic me. If you just want a little substance, get a little substance, but definitely pay attention to the ingredients. That's the, that's above all else. Uh, pay attention to the ingredients. The next time you go to the store and you grab an impossible, just take a picture of the ingredients and then just go home and Google each and every one of them ingredients. You're going to be like, what? What is this? Man, that's what everything I probably eat. You, know you feel me? This ain't about me. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real, even with everything, like, like, they say people, that's a saying, they say like, oh, our people perish from lack of knowledge. I feel like lack of knowledge is no longer an excuse. It's lack of discipline. People don't take the time to do the research. See, they know. And this is why I'm definitely going to have to have you back because we can talk all day about this stuff because now we're, we're tiptoeing into a little bit of where I feel like a lot of the stuff that's, that hinders my people and minorities is systemic. Like, I hear everything you're saying, but I can go get a, a 
pop this big for a dollar, but if mm-hmm. I want some hundred percent pure juice, is I gotta pay two dollars and then find mm-hmm. out it's not even really pure juice. You know what I'm saying? And that's and ain't no supermarkets nowhere near me unless I got a cop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, do you feel like anything about the the health? Do you feel like any of it is systemic? You know what I'm saying? Like racism, like how was provided oh. to us and stuff like that. I love it. Come on now. Okay. Okay. I love just, it. You, oh, you, that's you what I said. We're going. You can look to the left and you can look to the right and you can see it clear as day. You feel right. me? Right. You 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 know when you cross over Ashland or you know what I'm saying you cross mm-hmm. from from 53rd you cross over right. 57 you know exactly. you know this didn't this wasn't no accident this was it's all systematic um but it's up to us right the lack of discipline it's up to us to go that extra mile okay and we, go against the grain is it cheaper to eat is it more expensive to eat for to live veganism veganism no. lifestyle to eat no. you know what I'm saying it's not no. What's expensive is that vegan bullshit that's prepackaged that people think is what's going to keep them alive. Because a bag of rice is, is $3.99. So a bag of potatoes is $4.99. You feel me? A so pack you of recommend chicken, just more self-cooking, more self-preparation? Absolutely. Sustainability is the key. That's how you win at this game. You have to You have to know how to sustain yourself. Buying that prepackaged, buying that prepackaged shit ain't going to sustain you. Because what if that company go out of business? You feel me? What if it's a, a fire and your grocery store get closed down? Then what? Do you do you know how to cook? Do you know how to finesse them beans that's in the cabinet? Do you know how to cook greens? You know what I'm saying? Do you know how to be creative and mash up the beans and make them? Oh, we know patty? how to be creative. Well, we make some survival. Right. You gotta be creative. Brand new noodles and them hot dogs, chili. We gonna make it work. Oh, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just it ain't gonna get you nowhere. Right, right, but that's uh, I definitely like I said just just thinking about that in the the systemic aspect of it. I love to have you back on the show and have another conversation. And before we get you up out of here, if you could just tell the people the service you the services you provide, where they can find you, and what you got coming up next. Absolutely. So you can. I'm more so active on Facebook, so you can mm-hmm. find me. Um, my business page is Veggie Brunch LLC. That's Veggie Brunch LLC, and that's at. Veggie Brunch LLC. You can follow my personal page. Uh, I am Angela M. Joseph on Facebook. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram because I'm definitely going to get back on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Veggie Brunch LLC on IG as well. And what I have coming up next, um, actually this Sunday, this Sunday, June 13th, I'm actually going to be at a pop-up shop okay, in okay. Dalton, Illinois. It's going to be at 14844. Chicago Road. That's 14844 Chicago Road in Dalton, Illinois. We're going to be there from one to five and you can come through um, on the menu that Sunday. I'm going to have some spinach artichoke dip. That's really, really good. I'm going to have an avocado, uh, lemon avocado pasta and I'm going to have my shrimpy grits, one of my favorites. I'm going to have uh, apple kiwi juice, fresh press, nothing store bought. And I'm going to have a pineapple carrot ginger juice, which is a really good cleanser. Um, it really kind of helps move things through the digestive tract, keeps you nice and clean. So, yeah, come through and see me this Sunday, June 13th at 14844 Chicago Road in Dalton, Illinois. All right. Uh, like I said, appreciate you for coming on the show. I definitely understand how valuable time is. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.